Hello and welcome to The Life Pod, hosted by Michael Panay and Karim Dow, brought to you by MK Enterprises, a community based on discussing life topics and driving continual personal development and growth. Send through any topics you want covered and be sure to follow and tag us on all social media at MK Enterprises. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Guys, welcome back to episode 10 of the live pod. Um, today, we've got a special guest, Dylan Johnstone, um, who is recently in 2021 being recognized as the in the top 100 entrepreneurs of Australia, not the state, the country, um, and who's also seems to be one of the leading experts, I reckon, in NFTs as well, in this, again, in the country. Dylan Johnstone, thank you for coming on. No, I appreciate it. Hey, thank you for having me. For sure, man. For sure. Um, fuck, we could obviously we had a huge chat before the podcast, but we'll get straight in into it all. Um, first thing, uh, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself, what you do, your business, your businesses, and stuff like that? And, and even how like you got the in? whole, obviously the previous side of things, where obviously the the army, then you know that side of stuff yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh, one thing if, I want. That's okay. One thing I want. Yeah, I don't think because usually you can't. How long does this want to go for? <laughs> <laughs> one of the things I want to say is like Dylan. And I, I'm telling you this as well. Like yeah. You are one of the hardest working people I've seen on my social media for sure. Yeah. And like, I've got like celebrities, everything. And like, dude, you are the most driven and hardworking I've seen. Like this guy, guys, if you don't have him on Instagram, <laughs> this guy posts stories at like 9.30, leaving work now. And then going back, back in the work. morning, going back. I, I don't know why you just don't sleep in the office at <laughs> that rate. Right? We have beds. So. Uh, there you go. <laughs> just in case. Yeah, so yeah. fuck, Dylan, thanks for coming. I really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, if you could give us yeah, a bit of a it. backstory and stuff and, and how you got into everything and what you're doing now. Yeah, so look, um, for me, it's been a long journey. So I grew up pretty rough, grew up in the, the hood, so to speak. I was taken away from my mum when I was 12, grew up with my grandma, had a choice to go into foster home or go with her and fuck went yeah. with her. And from that point, I was just like an angry youth and hated the world and you know, I think that kind of experience was really good because I had to grow up really quickly. Mm-hmm. So I was about taking those skills and what life taught me young to really implement and make sure that, you know, if I have kids, they never grow up the same and yeah. you know, never going back there. Like, I think once you realise what it's like to have nothing, it's all up from that point. Yeah. So yeah. for there, um, I was a pretty angry kid and like I was just getting in so much trouble. I was getting arrested and I was getting in trouble heaps. I was like hanging out with the wrong kids and going to parties and stuff. And then I like come home one time and my nan, my grandma, she was on the computer and she was looking at the army. And I was like, what's that? She's like, don't worry, you couldn't do it anyway. And I was like, oh, what the shit. fuck did you tell me? <laughs> I was like, how much does it pay? And she's like, 79000 I was like, what, straight up? She's like, 79000 I'm like, fucking print the paperwork off now. I'll do it. I was like, straight up. Was that up. strategical from yeah, her? From, yeah, yeah, straight yeah, up. She, she knew what she was doing. She would have been like, seeing you come home, get the laptop you open real quick. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. So that's awesome. So it was good. And then like- hey, Sorry, what age is this at? I was 17. Oh, fuck. So like, at, I was 16 when I filled in the paperwork, got everything signed off. And then 17, at that point, it was good. Like, once I knew I was going to the army and the teachers at school found out because like my references and stuff there was the good like i'd go to mass class and my teacher would mark me off the roll she'd be like get out stop talking to the girls and the boys like you're just distracting everyone <laughs> so, so school was a cruise and then went straight into the army and then it was like how was day, that like literally i got on because i'm from sydney i got on the bus at Parramatta, and i like literally walked past like the sergeant as i get on the bus like 17 i'm like he's holding the door open he's like thanks mate and he's like don't fucking call me you mate <laughs> and he's like it's a fucking sergeant to you and oh. i was like holy shit <laughs> what the fuck have i done <laughs> 
<laughs> so like this guy is like his old fellas like just smashing everyone on the bus, like telling everyone how shit they are. Sounds like something from a movie, bro. Literally, yeah, literally. Yeah. And then like he walked at the back of the bus. I'm like laughing. I'm like sitting there just giggling, like <laughs> just a smart ass. 17 and then um there's this older guy and he's like chewing gum and he's like what the fuck did i tell you about chewing gum and he's like, he's like did you just swallow the gum and he's like just yelling at me he's cool I'm, i've got like high blood pressure just from hearing this yeah bro. it's full on bro the army doesn't fuck around no yeah. way it's, it's going a lot more politically correct now but like yeah yeah it's from that point onwards like when i got there because i was like well this is 2000 and this was 2013 Shit. so i was yeah. like the only 17 year old in the whole crew so, like, when I got into the platoon, like, my roommate was, like, 30. Oh, shit. Fuck, yeah. So, like, there's, like, That would have grown you up mentally and physically. Yeah, so he was, like, if you ways. open your mouth, I'll slap you. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you just can't, like, you walk in and, like, you're just right at the bottom of the pecking order. And it's not like mum and dad's going to be there to, like, yeah, oh, no. no, don't talk to him like that. There's, like, your sergeant comes in and, like, shut your fucking mouth. Mm. Yeah, so, it's going to be done. Yeah. That was uh, a good experience. And I did that for a few years. Travelled around Australia. Um, had ups and downs in there, went along the journey, and then I left that and went into corrections. So I went into Northern Territory prison systems as a prison guard, mm -hmm. and I worked up there uh, for a couple yeah. of years. Wow. Um, yeah, that was like one of the best jobs I've ever done. So yeah. how did you go from military, prison guard, entrepreneur? <laughs> NFTs. NFTs. Yeah, yeah. So always been very entrepreneurial, always like flipped shit and sold things that I could always trying to make money and hustle and I just liked working my ass off and always wanted nicer things. Like I remember like when I like saved up and worked really hard, I got like my first car was like a Mitsubishi Lancer and I was yeah. like, I'm balling. I was like pumping Drake and driving this Mitsubishi Lancer. I honestly think it can't, <laughs> like sweet. I say this quote all the time and I think it's really true. It's like adversity, adversity creates character. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, like you sure. said, it's like when you sort of come up with a tough upbringing, it's like, Working hard almost seems like the only option and only right thing to do because you don't want, like I said, your family and the next generation to go through what you have to go through. It's like, fuck, this is what has to be done. Leo yeah. said in episode um, one, two. What? <coughs> two, no, two. two. Leo fuck. said in episode two that usually when you do have that drive, it's from inspiration or desperation. Yeah. yeah. So it was yours desperation for sure from the I start. I think it's a mix. Like a mix? For me, like I filter a lot on dark motivation. Like I love proving people wrong. Like yeah. I would rather have like the world against me and be like, fuck you motherfuckers. I'm going to prove you wrong. Like For sure. that's what just drives me. Like I'm very fucking competitive and yeah. like I'm here to win. Like I'll win at all costs. Like yeah, I'm, not, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to fucking like do big, big business. And like, if you think that you're going to stand in front of me, like, it's mm. it's war. Like yeah. it's not like in school where it's like, you don't touch someone. Like <laughs> if you start playing big business, like, it's either kill or be killed. And, and it's not a is. game, is it? Business? No, it's not a no. game. Like that's, that's the reality. Like people will cheat. They will lie. They will cut you off. They'll burn your business down. They will do what they can to destroy you because at the end of the day, like you're taking bread from their family. Yep. So when you talk about it, like when you're taking their ability to provide. Correct. Yeah. yeah. You're going to do what you can to provide for your family. There's actually, when you get to that level, there's actually like a lot of it is worrying about, like there's actually a business of people out there who just concentrate on suing people who are successful. Yeah, and it's, like all law, it's all lawsuits and stuff. Else. Like trying to, just like little things. I found yeah. that out too when I stepped in the business world. That was crazy. Like, yeah, no, nah, it's full on, man. Yeah, it's so, full on. It's another level. Yeah, I went from corrections. Um, I always wanted to move to Melbourne because I travelled around a fair bit. And I was like, I want to get to Melbourne, I want to get to Melbourne. And like, I had a few connections down here. And I caught a guy and I was like, you got work for me? He's like, i got work for you. I'm like, doing what? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, how much do I get paid? He's like, I don't know. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> when do I start? And he's like, in a week? I'm like, 
all right, no stress. So like, <laughs> I just like. See you, man. You're moving. Well, I was living in Darwin, so like, I. I quit the job there. I didn't tell my family because I was like, if I tell my family, like I know exactly what they're going to say. Like they're going to be like, you idiot. Like mm. it was like everything was saying, no, no, no. But I was like, oh, fuck it. Life's yeah, short. Let's, let's go see what happens. <clears throat> so I did that and ended up in construction and went into occupational health and safety. So I ended oh. up like bringing all my experience from leadership management and safety and teamwork and stuff like that from corrections in the army and then implemented into the construction space. So ended up, you know, succeeding quite well in that space and I grew my experience a lot faster than some people normally do and then just work my way up to the ranks there and work for Lendley's, Fulton Hogan, Asiono, Geotech. Oh, wow. Doing fly in, fly out. I was on all Big the boy stuff. projects. Yeah. yeah, just hanging around with all the engineers and dealing with the same FEU. Shout out to them. <laughs> 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 they love me. <laughs> oh, yeah. fuck. That's good, man. I was going to ask you uh, that. I was That was going to be my next question is like, do you think the military played a big part in – like your structure of your life and your, and how you move forward or not? Yeah, hundred really? yeah. percent. Like from that point, like, cause I never had like a regimental regime or like a routine set up before that. When yeah. I went into the army, this is probably the hardest thing now is trying to adjust and do business with people that are not on the level. Yeah. But like, it's like, sense? it's really hard because it's, it's, it's something a lot of people struggle coming out of defense is like, once you come in, you get very like, meticulous about little yeah. things and yeah, you become it. very structured and when that structure is not there in my life that's when like i self-sabotage or yeah, i go yeah. backwards because you're, you're either like you're going forwards or going backwards there's yeah. no like plateauing <clears throat> even mm -hmm. so when that progression's not there or that routine's not there that progression's just gone yeah it's gone yeah like it, things just fuck up or you get really emotional and angry and you start to filter things in through your rats. Very filter. simply, it's like you can just take that example and just carry it over to like just basic people with their eating, training, their mindset in like just lockdowns. Like they lose like their, 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 their nine to five, they lose the gym. Yeah. And then they just, they flop and they feel like shit. They don't want to do anything. And then when we come out of lockdown, because they've lost that routine, they don't know how to get back to square one and keep moving forward. So it's sort of the same thing. So, But on a, yeah. another level. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah, like, the, the principle behind yeah. it's the same. Yeah, like things like down to like every morning I wake up, like some people have coffee. Yeah, I have like fucking two scoops of pre-workout. I'm like, let's fucking go. <laughs> I'm like on the phone calls. I'm like, bro, what are you fucking morning? <laughs> let's go. And like my clients, they love me because they know my voice. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, oh, I'm like fucking good morning. Dylan. I'm like, good morning. You want to fucking try it again? Like, how are you going today? Like they love Wolf the of Wall Street. Yeah, like that's what you need. Bro, you what need do you take when I'm you go to the fucking leaving? <laughs> What do you take when you go to the gym if you wake up and have two fucking two more? Man. Let's go, let's charge. Oh, dude, that's fucked. That yeah. can't be fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Look, once I'm fucking thirty, I'll worry about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm riding the stim wave. Like, oh fucking hell. So, how did you go from obviously that industry and then obviously you had your businesses as well first, yeah, before you got into the NFT? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is before NFT and stuff like that. I started yeah. a company called Welcome to Hell. So like, I wanted to like give people very to the story that we're talking about before and yeah. help people. And like, I wanted to help people that are a bit older and a bit more mature and understand, you know, growth and resilience and overcoming shit in their life. And, you know, actually being able to take constructive criticism and have someone actually look at them and go on, Hey, like, pull your fucking head in. Like, you're, yeah. you're the reason why you shit. <laughs> yeah. the fuck are you looking at? Like, yeah. here's the mirror. You're the reason why yeah. everything's going wrong in your life. Like, yep. this, this, this is you. Even if it's not your fault, it's still your responsibility. 100% you have a responsibility to it. And if you don't, like, and you're not looking internally at what you can do to contribute to the, that impact changing, yeah. like, it's crazy. Like, It literally sounds like Dylan's talking about the accountability mirror from David Goggins. 
when he's like Bro, talking. Yeah, it is. <laughs> have you read? You read his book, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I have oh, friends. Fuck. Like I have a friend. Um, his name's Clint. He's like the white David Goggins in Australia. Like he's. Yeah, like I associate with people that think like that. Because He's a like, monster. Yeah, Jocko Willink, Andy Frisella, all those boys, like yeah. Unreal, Ed Milet. Yeah. Like they're people that I look at because they, they're just real. It, it is what it is. It's there's, a, there's this amazing thing called like, there's a book, it's called The Compound Effect. It talks about the compound effect on psychology. That's, that's on my list. Yeah, it's a, it's an amazing really good. book. Yeah, it's an really unreal book. And the best example of what I'm talking about, about taking accountability, like it talks about an example where his wife, like, comes and she's like oh, i'm unhappy with the way i look rah 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 and you know he's like oh you know why don't you try dieting why don't you try this <laughs> and it's like okay like let's have remove that factor from there like what are you not doing as an individual mm. to make her feel that way yeah are you telling her she looks good often are you just complimenting her you're buying her flowers you're getting a nice dress or an outfit for her to make her feel worthy in her own body like mm. it's, it's it's really good and i wanted to take those principles and those foundations and implement that into a course and myself and that's when i go into business with jamal one of my business partners now we've been yep. in business since then and we created a program so for like 22 hours no food no sleep we just like smash people up do heaps of like different activities and then at the end of it we throw them out of a plane so Fucking hell. It's not suicidal or anything. It's, like, it's, for, it's for educational yeah, purposes. Guys, I'm sure Dylan's got all the licensing and everything. It's all legal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 22 hours, no food, no sleep, and then we throw him out of a plane. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't plan for things going wrong like the first one. Like we <laughs> oh, <fuck> you, we <laughs> pilot. No, no one died. No one died. <laughs> but like we had like, I thought some bloke was going to like hypothermia. It was like fucking pretty bad because like <laughs> it was like raining for eight hours straight because we did it in, in, in Port Melbourne. On the beach, yeah. So like it was like raining for eight hours straight, and it was like I was like, okay, this sucks for me as an instructor, and I've got like this guy from the Gold Coast who flew down, <laughs> like shaved legs, everything, and I'm he's like in the water, and we're doing like surf torture. <laughs> Please tell me this is during summer. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's not raining yeah, in summer, mate. Like this guy is like going purple. I'm just like, oh, oh. shit. I'm like, everyone out of the water, star jump. Let's go and get warm. I'm like, oh, don't go. die. Yeah, <laughs> like, don't die. Well, that's you, you saying that is just reminding me of his book again. Like when he, when he described the whole process he went through for the Navy SEALs, carrying the logs and all that the shit. Logs yeah, running yeah, the logs and running on the sand. We got like. Did you do anything like that in the, in the military? Or yeah, not yeah, but we did cool shit in the military, but like cool shit. I wouldn't say it's cool. Up. Yeah, like, look, there's some, like, I have, like, some of the funniest memories where, like, people, like, we did, like, adventure training with SAS, and we did, like, rock climbing and caving, and, like, I was, like, what, 18 at the time? Yeah. And they made me, like, do, like, this thing where I had no harness on, and I had to, like, push my my back against the wall and my hands and, like, go down this crevice down this cave, and mind you, we'd been, like, three hours into this cave, so it's mm. not like if you hurt yourself, like... Yeah, you're fine. Helps yeah. coming quickly. Nah. <laughs> so I get down there and he's like, I'm like, okay, what now? He's like, you got to get back up. And I was, I looked at him. I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> I took my shoe off and I was throwing it at him. I was so angry. Fucking <laughs> hell. Yeah. So like they, yeah, we did some cool stuff and like, yeah, we could sit here and talk about that. For, for, yeah, I know. We could. Ages, we like, could. And we incorporated stuff like that. We had like <clears> this one exercise in, in the program. <laughs> it was like, they hadn't eaten for like, something like 16 hours and it's raining and we've done like heaps of exercise and just tormented them. And it was like, <laughs> just like my favorite. <laughs> Cause like, you know, like the desperation. Yeah, yeah. We have like this like section set up where it's like a coned out area and I have to work as a team and they have to dig in the sand and we tell them there's, there's, there's food hidden in there. <laughs> so like, 
They're just like digging. Is this for the welcome to Yeah, this is hell? welcome to hell. Uh, I want to try this. <laughs> Mental trauma as well. Does it still digging. run? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm kicking back up after COVID. So, yeah, it would be very good. I'd love to smash it. I'm so hungry already. Yeah. I ate like 20 minutes You'll ago. Die. I'm hungry. Bro, it's um so fun. So, like, we, <laughs> we're just standing there. It's like 3 a.m. in the morning and, like, I see, like, this group of people just defeated, just, like, scouring through sand and just, like, knowing that nothing's there and, like, the whole thing is, like, okay, when you stop and you find that you get to spend the rest of the, like, the time allocated for the activity just mm. to spread the fucking chocolate bar out and share it with the team and then we crack on to the next exercise. So it's, like, they're digging for this <laughs> for 45 minutes <laughs> in the sand and they're just, like discussing with each other like whether there's even something there so like there's like a glimpse of hope <laughs> there's like this buddy tooks bars yeah. <laughs> and then like it's like 45 minutes is up it's like all right come on guys let's go next one <laughs> fuck now but it's good like when, when you think about the concept of psychology of like never sort of give at least up. at least we know if we go do yeah. it we'll just kick back and be like yeah go 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 guys <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm digging. Not digging. <laughs> yeah we change it up <laughs> you oh, never know there might be one there <laughs> <laughs> um fuck yeah so you had welcome to hell yeah. Yeah. And um, that was, was that you would say your first business? That was like my first like proper business with like a lot of associated risk, like yeah, of course. capital associated Cap- yeah, and yeah. everything. So like that was, uh, I learned a lot through that. Um, made bad investments, good investments. It was like the first time you I- You learned, inve- man. Oh man, yeah. I invested into like a business coach and like that was the dumbest thing I ever did. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd never do that. So yeah. if you're looking for a business coach, just hire a CEO and just bring them into your business. Yeah. Or just even you can find material online. Man, you well. can search a so lot much. yourself. But like, look, bro, if you want to take a company and you're new and you're young, like, and you've got a business that's successful. Get a CEO. Get someone in to help. Yeah. Like Gymshark did it, man. Jim, Bren, ben Francis did it with Gymshark. Yeah. He got mentored by it's someone who's in his business every single day, like showing him the intricate details of mm. managing teams, managing finances, doing forecasting, everything. Because you, you, you can't do things alone. You, you can't do things alone. You can't have someone who part-time gives you advice like on your business when every single day and they don't know yeah especially when they've got 10 different clients in 10 different industries that all vary like you need a professional for sure so Um, what made you sort of slowly more and more sort of creep into you know like nfts the crypto world sort of like so how did you sort of yeah make that break and go cool this is probably going to be really really important like how do you know this is going to be the next big thing first of all could you give us a breakdown right because we only started hearing about NFTs the last six months, I reckon. And we know, I know for a fact they've been around a, a bit longer than that, much longer than that. I actually started reading a book about them just to get a bit more knowledge. Start off with all like the crypto kitties and stuff. Am I right? Like in terms of the NFTs, when they sta- been around, yeah, when that when they started to pop and like they've been like this has been the the gamers like domain for years. Yeah, because I've heard they've been years. around for years, but they've started actually. Gaining so much traction over the last like a year. They're gaining traction <coughs> on different platforms. Yeah, if that makes sense. So like, what are they? Give us a breakdown. What are, what is an, an NFT? NFT? Like everyone's like, oh, it's a fucking photo. Like, it's it's not. It's code. It is code. Yeah, it's it's, it's more about code. Yeah. It's literally just a piece of code. Like this could be an NFT. Yeah, yeah. You could be an NFT. Mm. It's literally whatever that code redirects it to. Whether it's a song, a website, a URL. Anything like a, a picture, a JPEG, whatever you want to call it. It could be a video. It could be a song. Like that is the power of it because it sits on. So it's everything, but it's a code. It's just a code. It's no, a code. It can be anything. It's an, it, act, it's, it's like just an access that, code. Correct. Almost. It's just okay. what that code redirects to. 
Okay, so it's not a. It's a token. So that <sighs> code. <laughs> <sighs> no, I, I'm so sorry. You probably whiteboard. We get a whiteboard. You probably gone through this so many times, but yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. code. Yeah. So think token. about it, like, all right. Think about like the blockchain. Yeah, the blockchain has like a it's a massive ledger. We're gonna sit here and talk about blockchain. We're gonna go fucking this, real deep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so like you've got blockchain and everything's ledgered, right? When you've got an NFT, it's just a bit of code that sits on those blockchains, all right? Because it's been put out mm. onto the network, essentially, yeah. all right? What that code with a smart contract refers to and what it does can be anything. Mm. And that's what makes it so valuable, depending on what it's associated with. Correct. Okay. The smart contract, whatever yeah. it writes out. And that's when we start yeah. talking about utility and stuff like that. So okay. think about like an NFT is just code. Yeah. Okay. So will, yeah. So like people have this misconception that NFT is like art. A photo's art, 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 art. Yeah. Take it back to a simpler form. NFT is just code. It's a token. So one question I have, I've always wanted to ask this, but obviously now you're, you're the guy to ask. So does the way the NFT actually look have anything to do with its value? Though. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, it depends. Like, it depends. Because there's it, some cool looking ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, if it's an art project, fucking one Picasso. of them could. <laughs> so, <laughs> Picasso. Yeah. So, what I had, like, my idea was that my idea of NFTs from what I had seen initially was like, it's people developing art and then also having collections to drive price that and rarity. It, and rarity. So, like, if I was to do like three skulls and three alterations, call it the skull collection. And then create, so market those to create a demand for them. Does that make sense? That's what I thought they were. Am I right at all? Or am I completely wrong? It depends on what you look like. There's very, like, like I said, it's a token. So whatever it points at, how it's used will determine whether that's valuable. So why are monkeys selling for so much? <laughs> what is hey, the proximity? use? Like, like if, if you're talking like the ones like the bored apes and stuff like yeah. that, we're, that's proximity, brother. Like you got celebrities in that group chat. Yeah. If you're in there, who do you think your network is? That, is that what I was? Is that like what you were saying before? It's like it's what that code gives you access to. Correct. To yeah. Relate like your network. But like in saying that, like some people go, "Oh, my fucking NFT is gonna give me a fucking access to exclusive parties." I'm like, "Motherfucker, I can throw a fucking five thousand dollar party if you want. Like, let's go. Give me fucking ten grand if you want, or give me a couple million, and I'll introduce you to a couple of people, and we'll hold an event down here in Melbourne. Like, yeah. you, you've got to see value in certain things. Like, so that's it can work like that as well. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck. like, but like, that's not where like the amazing things are happening. Like, yeah. that's why I'm saying like anyone can do networking. Like, I know a guy from the states who like all he does to generate an income is just network with people. Like, he's so smart. He'll enter a space and he'll be like, "Okay, I'm holding an event for people that own over seven figures in crypto." So like, he'll suddenly get all these people from all over America and they'll fly into LA and he'll hold an event smart. and they all own, and then they just tell him where to invest and stuff like that. <laughs> free life hacks, free yeah, hacks. Yeah, he's so smart. So what I was going to say next is with the NFTs, is it also about the projects that are associated with them? Like, and like, or is that more so crypto? That's projects and stuff. Cause I always hear this word project. Same thing, same thing, bro. Yeah. Like they're, Again, you gotta you gotta break down what it actually is. So like crypto, some are just meme coins, yeah, but some are technology companies. Mm. Some are travel, like they again, crypto is the same thing. You've got various different utility tokens and currencies that have different utility associated with them. That has a value depending on the market. And that that that, that starts going into decentralization and, and the power of the people and taking away from centralized finance. 
how do you find out what the utility of that token is though? Like, and how do you find, like what makes... We'll scrap that back and let's go a step back further and start looking at what should you be doing to do your own research on what NFT yeah. projects you should be looking at. Yeah. And there's two things you should be doing is a fundamental analysis and a sentimental analysis. Mm. So sentimental analysis is like, how's the market feeling? What's, what, what are people saying? Have, have they got fucking influencers? They're, they're paying to say, oh my God, jump on this project. This is super good. Like Tory Lanez has like ruined his like <laughs> reputation in the market. He's like this rapper that can't sell records. And now he's just like selling projects on NFTs through his Instagram stories. Yeah. Cause like, so a lot of them are doing it now. And that's the thing, you know, see a lot of people will start to destroy their reputation because they're going for that sentimental analysis. And once you ruin trust, you have no trust with your community, mm. you're not going to convert. Yeah. You're not going to be able to put your messaging out and bring strong people into the community, which is, it's, it's all driven by community. Okay. So sentimental analysis, you know, what is being said about the project, how you feel about a certain project and your general, I'd say gut feeling. Yeah. Does this seem right? Is mm-hmm. this right? You try and always prove yourself wrong. You try and like say that this, this is a scam and you try and prove it wrong. Yeah. All right. Fundamental analysis is looking at like the development team, the roadmap, or I call it the business plan. Like, let's not get too complicated with terminology. Like, it's because it is. There's a lot of terminology for the yeah. this whole world, isn't it? Yeah, there? because they're just dragging across to gamer talk. Yeah, like <clears throat> it's not a roadmap. It's a fucking business plan. Yeah, think about a business going public, yeah, and yeah. raising capital. Yeah, same concept, but they're just doing it through an NFT. Yeah, raising capital through shares, NFTs. But shares. that's what I was talking about in the terms of like marketing. Like, like raising the capital, so like creating that demand and that that for that NFT or that code that they yeah, they're but doing. there still needs to be a utility associated with that. Okay, you yeah. can't just pump it and say there's demand, and then the market like they're gonna buy it and they're gonna be like, what next? Yeah. And then I nine times out of ten, there's gonna be like a seventeen year old kid in America be like, ha, got him. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> or like some French kid who's like just like ha, stupid. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Oh, that's crazy because they that that's true. They do do that. Yeah, yeah they'll rug pull it like heaps hard and like all these people are like, oh no, like yeah. this was so good. This influencer tweeted it, and I'm like, oh, you fucking idiot. Fucking hell! And my brain just exploded. There's so much like those two words, the two types of analysis. I'd never yeah. heard of them before. Fundamental analysis and sentimental analysis. <coughs> sentimental, yeah. So again, sentiment sentimental analysis is how you feel about something or yep. the sentiment of it. Yeah, and then sense. the fundamental is actually looking at okay, fuck, okay. Their business plan says they're going to do this. Okay, what's next? Let, let, let's have a look at the fucking development team. Are they doxxed? Are they not doxxed? You know, do people actually know who the development team are? Okay, they got a development team. And Fantastic. where's again? Like, I literally know nothing about yeah. this. So like, where's that fit? Like, where do you find that? Is it you like normally find it in the Discord, or you normally find it on the website? Okay. So like, a good project would communicate that. They would say, "Hey, look, this is our business plan or roadmap. This is what we're going to do." This is the people that are going to do it. So this is our board of directors. This is really our open CEO. If they if they start hiding that information, something's a bit sus. There's a lot of questions. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, so it's good to publicly announce that you got like a CEO, a board, whatever, like that. Yeah, but they call like they have like their own term, <coughs> different terminology, terminologies, yeah, but sure. it's the same shit. Yeah, same you, you you want to be able to go and verify. Like, if this, if this person's saying they're going to do a play to earn game, it's like, okay, fantastic. Mm. What's your experience in that? Because I'm about to put money into your pocket. I want to know that you have the capabilities to actually deliver on that. Yeah. What's your business experience? Can you manage finances of that? Because if like a lot of these projects, yeah, like they're, f- they're pumping, like you're talking on an initial mint and launch, like 15, 20 million. Fuck. Shit. Crazy. Why, why NFTs? Why is it such like, 
first of all, like why now? Like obviously we know that we're heading as I personally think as sad as it is, we're heading into a future that is going to be digital based in terms of currencies and everything, everything like that, everything. the metaverse, all that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you think we're living in a simulation or what? Oh, I said yes. <laughs> I said I said yes on your on your story. Yeah, I did yeah. say yes. I, I, I could I, sit I, here for hours I, and talk. I, I couldn't even decide. I was just so mind fucked. I was like, uh, is it? I was like, is it real? I don't know if it's real. I was what like, fuck, it? what's going I on? I did so much research into the possibilities of it. I actually went to like a massive like late night YouTube thing. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. That's <laughs> and then it's like, if we can create a simulation of life, then there's like, it's proven the theory that we can be possibly in a simulation. But did you hear the theory as well that if we as well identify that we're in a simulation, technically we become AI? It would be something like that or unless you could prove that this was the base level. Because yeah, no, <laughs> it'd be like multiple levels, but then they start talking about like computer power to actually process the whole entire thing. Yeah, that's yeah, it's cool. Because then, <laughs> then technically, if we're realizing we're in a simulation, we are AI, and we will find out and then evolve. Exactly. We're so close. I'm telling you right now, we're so close. I always joke to my friends. I'm like, you can't change it. So just maximize it. So start thinking about all this fucking. Yeah, literally, hundred percent, bro. I literally was like, I want to create like a pod, right? Yeah. And what you do is you have a shit a shit day at week. Your, your wife's pissed you off, your husband's pissed you off, your kids, you can't even stand to look at them, your boss is fucking killing your head in, you come to us, you're like, no worries, Habobs, we got you. Come in, <laughs> come in yellow, let's go. <laughs> yellow, get in. So you come in and you go, all right, I want to be in Milan, I want to be on a yacht, I want to be like with all these girls partying, this, that. And it's like, like a VR Bro, yeah. you know what that reminds me we're of? We're like, no worries, cuz. <coughs> Wherever you want, yellow, on, let's go. And just go, click, That's and you just sick. go straight to sleep. I want to do that. If anyone's ever seen- I want to go to Bali. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, but if anyone's ever seen the the Disney movie Wally, where they're all on the fucking things and they've got the dot, and they're all in their own holiday and they're just fucking like yeah. floating around and Literally shit, that, right. that, but right. that's isn't that not scary? That though? is nah, no way. If you're first there, that's a hectic business. <laughs> if you're first there, but that's the start. It's of, gonna happen. So I'm gonna put a start, Yeah, that's the start of the end of trademark. I have the, the IP on this one already. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, nah, that's good, but yeah. <laughs> Like I could sit here for ages and talk about whether we're a simulation or not. Yeah, yeah, look, honestly, like you're, you're right. <laughs> the the way that the internet is evolving is is changing the way that we conduct business. Correct. And, you know, COVID has has proven we have the ability to to not travel and and stay in small communities, mm. and I think that will have an effect. Yeah, look, but again, these are my opinions. But when you look at Web One, Web Two, and Web Three, and the advance the advancements of that. We're, we're getting so close. Again, I don't even know like, what they are. Like, what, what the fuck's that? Yeah. No, it's because like we're so close to developing our own sort of like world in terms of technology and stuff. Like, I just think that the way that we... Life as itself will, will evolve. It, Either we'll, we'll collapse like all empires do like through history or we'll evolve into something. Very sophisticated. The thing, the thing that scares me is like I feel we're evolving way too fast now, and I feel like there's something coming that's going to stop it's it. It's not fast. You think it's fast, but it's not like this. Like smart contracts, yeah. Mm. People are like, oh, smart contracts been around since you know cryptocurrency. Smart contracts have been around since 1997, like 12 years before Bitcoin even come around. Mm. This is not new technology. It's just being brought to life, sort of yeah. a lot more. It's the same thing as NFTs, like. Yeah, two, years, two years, three years, probably longer. When I first no, NFTs are wild. I've been on, yeah. bro. I literally when I first started doing <coughs> that, I was like, I want to buy land. I want to buy land in like Decentraland or sand. 
And then I started like messaging friends and like people started getting back to me. I'm like, oh yeah, I've been investing in, you know, the metaverse since 2017. I was like, you motherfucker, why didn't you tell me about that? (laughs) Why is it, why is it, why is it better than than physical assets? Is it in your opinion? Same thing. Same thing. Just what, supply and demand, man. So as an investor, you would definitely obviously have diversity like whether it is both like physical properties and NFTs and crypto and whatever. And well, we're we're getting to the point now where the valuation is pretty much like for like. Yeah, that's what's go, happening as well. Go and have a look on like Decentraland on how much it would cost you to purchase like mm. a little square. Like, And then it's like, fuck, I might as well put that money into- Have like you it. been in Decentraland? No. Go and create an account after this and go and walk through there. Fuck no, I'd <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, I'm like a hectic avatar. You can all blame the people. And <laughs> That's fucked. I don't get that. <laughs> I, I just, I, I can't go. But if you okay, think about this, a really basic version of like VR or metaverse is literally playing the game Wii, like Wii Sports. When Bro, you're like fucking up. 15 years ago, you were playing Wii Tennis. It's some remote. You're you're the person. Like there's people all over the world. Like I went straight in. I'm like fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna show heaps hard. Went straight into the busiest room. I'm like everyone, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> and they started like stop fucking chilling here. <laughs> and then one guy messaged me on Instagram. He's like, hey mate, it's me from Decentraland. <laughs> so, in your opinion, if you had to give like sort of what would be your one tip? Like what makes a good project? Is it something that sort of gives back to the community? Something that's like about you know. Um, Greenhouse gases, some shit like that. Like Fundamental analysis, man. You need to understand like that concept. Like okay. it doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Is that business profitable? Mm. Okay. That's, Does so that, that give that's value to you? Tip. Does yeah. that give you value to you? Like me, proximity, yeah. I, I understand the power of proximity. Mm-hmm. Would I rather have a board Abe or would I rather fucking go buy a Lamborghini? Mm. Definitely Lamborghini because yeah. I'm going to have a lot more fun with driving of that course. motherfucker than looking at my MetaMask. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like I understand the value of that and what doors I can open to as well. Yeah. It's it's the same thing. Like if most successful people, they don't go buy Lamborghinis for the sake of having a Lamborghini. Yeah. They buy a Lamborghini because that gets them into the Lamborghini car club or the Ferrari car club and they go hang out with other people. Yeah. You go to a fucking Ferrari, go hang out with Sam Bashiri. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's what it is. It's yeah. Sam Bashiri, if you're watching this, please respond. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, for sure. Uh, what what are the first, what are the what are the first steps into getting into the NFTs that you would recommend? So if you're like completely, you have an idea of them, very very vague. What, like, what do you actually physically have to do and set up to become to buy one to like to buy one or like, become a part of the world? Just like just jump on, Discord, guy, jump on Discord. He's like he's like, like uh, I hate fucking, these fucking so idiots. These guys are dumb as fuck. <laughs> There's just so many ways to do it, man. Like, it's just like you're going to buy on Ethereum network, you're going to buy on Solana network, you're going to buy on VV. Like, do you have any ones that you would recommend or would you just type those? Is that one better? I'm not a financial advisor. <laughs> it is. It this is be. not financial advice. Yeah. <laughs> nah, look, um, again, fundamental analysis. For me, I'm here to make money. Mm. So when I look at a project, I'm like, okay, show me the business plan. Yeah, cool. Fantastic. Is the business plan? Okay. Show me the directors of the company or. The project developers, yeah. yep. fancy word. Yeah. What are their capabilities? Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Yep. Am I going to get a dividend from this? Okay. Yep. Fantastic. Because I'm investing into this company. What is my return? Like I just invested into. Like, it was like hectic. I found like this uh, this NFT project where they're creating like this casino, and a part of the profits get dispersed, mm. and you get paid out in mana or sand, and then you can convert that across to Ethereum, whatever you want to do with it. That's crazy. Yeah, sand is like a... It's a type of... Um, cryptocurrency. Yeah, crypto. Uh, 
because before when you said sand like land yeah because he thought before he was talking about decentraland and buying land he's like yeah i was gonna buy sand and i was like yeah this guy's just gonna buy some sand in the middle didn't you know the sand that chelsea beach is actually more valuable than morty alec yeah of course because there's more air raiders there that's why <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a different. But the, yeah, like they're, they're the things that I look at. So like when I looked at that that project, I was like, okay, fantastic. They've actually bought land in these two platforms. They're developing this casino, and I was like, fuck yeah, bro! Like feed hard on people's dopamines. Like if I could get into a casino here and become a like an investing crown. Fuck straight yeah, up. Good. So and like, you, and just based on that, like my thought process just then went. Oh, okay, so if they're developing a casino, people can put money into casinos and it means more money coming out, means yes. more dividends. It's like, it, you can sort of see how that would make sense. Okay. Yeah, people are so antisocial. So like, mm. they just won't like, it's, it's just, this is why I say like the whole world is shifting. Mm. If we go into lockdowns again, old man who loves fucking gambling, now he has an opportunity to go gamble online. Mm. He's Casa- going to go, casino wars. he's going to oh, go straight into, he's going to that's why I have like this thing I reckon um, because like technically right I could create my own piece of art and put it up and sell it yeah did someone ask this question no no I (laughs) no I'm saying I'm saying yeah someone did ask this question but I reckon like I think like a a big thing NFTs right because we're coming into a crypto world and like I reckon that cash one day will become nothing Right, and it's just all gonna be um, electronic, whether it's through cryptos or whether it's through like EFT or just money we have now, like cards. There will come a day where cash will will, will be a cashless. Well, what the society. fuck is your question? What are you trying sorry. to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, so we're coming to a cashless society. If it's about uh, screenshots. I'm not gonna answer. Uh, it. NFTs. <laughs> Are NFTs just a, a sort of way that drug dealers can deal drugs in is a cashless society? Is that a money laundering option? Yeah, straight up. What do you think like chains are? Like in America, what do you think like in the ghetto they wear chains? Yeah, but I get that. But in the ghetto, they, you sell the chains for cash. The, the chain has value, I guess, in gold and silver. But in terms of like, if we're in a cashless society, yeah, so you could then you use an NFT. Your, yeah, but where do you store your NFT? You'd store it online, wouldn't you? On yeah, the, on in, the, in, in a decentralized wallet that's not like signed up. Like, yeah, it's but not you like can, you fill in your name. Like, hi, my name's Dylan and this is my wallet. Yeah, I get that. But like, couldn't you not like as a, I don't know so why. That's what he's saying. Like, he's saying, yes, they can. Because they could. Yeah. They could. There's no name yeah. to it. There's no, there's no name. You could do a blue screen with a dot and I think it's art, but I've got a hundred kilos of cocaine I want to sell and I transfer. Does that make sense? It's, it does. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Like you could do it through NFTs, couldn't you? Is ASIO listening or what? Uh, nah, <laughs> fuck. I, <laughs> right, like, I'm, not, I'm not saying. I'm not giving any advice <laughs> on how to move coke, all right? <laughs> Or I could just, it, thought, just, I just thought that. it was an interesting point to or bring up. Could it like, be the same thing with like crypto? Like, cool, I've got X amount of drugs, whatever <laughs> it is. And we're it's like, not drug dealers. I'm just gonna, or like, you're gonna give me like one Bitcoin, whatever it is, in exchange for this amount of drugs or whatever it may be, silver, gold. You can send money to whoever the fuck you want. So yes, you guys, you guys, whoever you want. There is, you can fucking, I want to transfer money in Commonwealth Bank. Every time I go there, I have a fucking... I have like a disagreement with the manager because she wants me to sign fucking four pieces of documents, speak to three managers, and it takes me fucking 45 minutes to transfer over 100 grand. Yeah. Yeah. If I want to transfer 100 grand right now on crypto, I'll do it in 15 seconds. Yeah, easy as that. It's fucked. That's crazy. I don't need to get any approvals. I put it in the wallet. I put it in the key. Bang. Is there no risk though? That's it. Is there no risk? Like what if, I don't know. If you send it to the wrong wallet, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Have what fun. if like what if <laughs> <laughs> in Let terms of like crap like no, could, just the, on that, could bro, the blockchain just... crash at all? <laughs> Or could it, it could you someone understand. Wa- we're going to have like a whole podcast on blockchain. I, know, how it works, I don't so. know how it works, but like I'm thinking of it all as like, you know, digital, whatever. Things go wrong. Yeah, 100% yeah. things go wrong. People get hacked. Yeah, exactly. Friends, Hacking or and like, stuff. People send things to the wrong address. Like if you want a good laugh, go to like really, really expensive projects that are like a couple mil to buy into and go through their recent activity. Yeah. And you'll see like people that have accidentally fucked up how many zeros are in certain things. Fuck. So like, instead of selling for like 1.2 million, they sell it for like a thousand bucks. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. And, and like once someone it's done, did it and message, <laughs> oh message him, he's like, hey bro, do you reckon you can transfer the rest? Do you can transfer me 1.19 million? Yeah. Thanks sorry. guys. Yeah. And like, it happens all the time. Like if you go Fuck. through like a project that launches, you just be like, oh, like that person will be burning so hard. And are there any um, protocols in place to prevent shit like that? Or is it just if you fuck up, you fuck up? You fuck up. You it's fuck your loss, up. bro. You're, you're your loss. Yeah. $1.1 $1. $1 million. Fuck My that. question simply, I'm not sure, just a little bit off topic. Not so on topic about NFTs, but like as Michael was saying, let's say, again, let's just say I created my own whatever and I put it up to sell it. Does it have to have a project behind it or can it just be the art slash the code? Does that make sense? That would be sold on sentimental. Okay. So okay. like if I looked at it. Oh, that, look, that looks cool. I like that. Yeah. And then I'd be like, okay, what am I willing to pay for it? Okay. Yep. Yeah. And then it'd be and like why? someone so else. Yeah, correct. Like, So it doesn't instance, have to have anything behind it. That's, that was my question. Like it doesn't have to have a project or a utility behind it. It can it can literally just be the form of yeah, art. Yeah, it can okay. be art. Oh, okay, cool. But then there has to be demand behind that. Like yeah, there has course, to be a community that wants it. Yeah. If, if, if you do a whole bunch of like, look, some people take the piss and like, you know, like the Reddit army will jump behind like like some guy from the Philippines who's taken like a thousand <laughs> selfies. Yeah, what a... F- do you know what? But like you, you're going to get people that do dumb shit like that all the time. Yeah. Because yeah. I saw on your story, I, was, I don't fuck, is her name, is it Danielle or Danielle? Danielle's art. Danielle, yeah, she's a machine. Her man. art, she's a weapon. Her yeah. art alone, bro, I don't give a fuck what it's connected to. Just to like, you know, it's, it's, it's art. To see, like that's like demand. That's that, sentimental analysis. That's what I mean, yeah. And the fundamental analysis on that is... Herself. Herself, yeah, correct. Herself. She's and got her own she's brand. Done, correct, yeah. yeah. So, like, so correct me if I'm wrong. If I say, if I'm an influencer or at some level like that and I create my own NFTs, is that essentially you creating your own, like, sentimental value to whatever you produce you on that following? world? Because you have a big People following? overthink it, all right? You're a personal trainer, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. To, to train with you, you create an NFT and you only will train people that hold that NFT. Fuck. But they still have to pay on top of it. <coughs> but that's their slot. Yeah. That's them Fuck. saying that, hey, I'm booked in with you for this year. I'm Fuck. not going anywhere. Yep. And if someone else wants to get in, you got to buy it off him. Okay. Go and see him. Oh, yeah. And then you get like, a royalty off yeah, that. Don't, yeah, of course. Because when it gets traded, you get a royalty associated because it's your oh, business. Yeah, but like crazy. people overthink it. There's so many ways that this can be integrated. Use. And that's just me coming off something off the top of my head. Yeah. 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 Like there's heaps of ways. Like, if I was you, I'd be staking payment in crypto. Like I know, like <laughs> NFTs that are starting to do that. Like the the way that we conduct business is shifting. But mm. sometimes, like people, especially in business, man, they they think they have to come up with something innovative. They think they have this revolutionary new idea that's going to change and impact a million people's lives. And this is how I'm going to be fucking money. rich. Sometimes <laughs> it's as simple as like, how can I do what I'm doing better? Or what's what's someone's fucking problem? Mm. Solve it. Literally, I, I have like one of my customers. I was like, you come in. I'm like, just out of curiosity, I'm like, what's your problems? And he's like, mate, I'm glad you asked. He's like, if I could get party mixed lollies at a good price, 
I would move containers. I was like, what price do you need? Fuck. Dude. And he's like, yeah, this price. I was like, fantastic. I'm like, hello, China. I'm yeah. like, I need party mix lollies. I need a 40 foot container. I don't care what's in it. <laughs> I'm like, send me samples now. Yeah. Fuck. It's as easy as that. And like, fuck, Spider another man. thing. You, you don't another ask, you don't get. Just fix people's problems, man. You want to be a successful business or anything? Fix people's issues. Just ask them what the problems are. Another thing was the fucking low um, supply of fucking rapid tests, and you were on that immediately, weren't you? Yeah, so man, now we're just quickly, the recovery right. of that one. That one hurt. That was like, fucked, yeah? That has been so hard to deal with because, like, it the yeah, it's been busy, man. It's like that <laughs> quote, so busy. It's like that quote, um, because the one find the gap in the market, supply it, fill it. No, no, there was an instance like when in the gold rush, right? Sell the shovels, don't waste your time like digging for the gold. Is that yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're making money off the of everyone going nuts for the gold. It's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah, like for us, man. Like that's when you saw like I was starting at like six a.m. and finishing. Yeah, that was fucked. And we're only just like we're just getting on top of it, like. Yeah, that, that's been a fucking nightmare. So, like, yeah. But it has to be done. But, like, if you want big reward... Yeah, of course. You've got to put big in problems, big problems, big yeah. stress. Yeah. And if you can't deal with that, you're not cut out for business. It's yeah. like that Kobe thing. It's like, job ain't done. <laughs> job <laughs> ain't done. <laughs> Literally, man. Fuck, is there anything you want to touch on before we wrap up? No, that up? was... Fuck, I got so much out of it. I just learned so, so I. much. Um... I mean, we could sit what, here what, for hours one, one and thing, talk, but again, offline we'll take like the coke business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to let us stop recording, we'll get back to that. <laughs> if you again, back to the whole sort of you know, if someone that's coming new into the space, they don't know anything. Let's say a teenager, or whatever, they want to get into it. Is there a few uh, tips? Tips or like no, not not tips. Like people in particular, like, like for example, like your account or particular people they should like follow or particular YouTube channels that are good information if they want to sort of start. Researching. Do you know what I always say? People are like so focused on money, on trying to make money, on trying to learn. Learn to manage fucking finances first. Mm-hmm. Go That's and read like the four <coughs> laws of financial prosperity. Understand how to manage finances because if you f- do make the right investment, mm-hmm. you're not going to have the financial IQ to manage that the and re- you will lose it. It's and like people that who win the lottery. destroy you so much more. <laughs> Then spending the time to actually educate yourself on how to properly manage finances properly and then start looking at diversifying through investments. So the first thing is being like being sure in yourself that you could do you could, you know, use the money that you get or lose like through that. Educate process. yourself educate on how to yourself. manage finances. Yeah. Like learn how to budget. Are you a fan of Rob, Robert Kiyosaki? Yeah. yeah, massive fan. Yeah. Like Rich Dad Poor Dad, go and read that. Like go and understand yeah, go, entrepreneurship. Yeah. I've read all of them. Yeah. All of them, they're fucking fantastic. The okay, four so laws of financial prosperity is another good one. Yeah, I'll Just get on that. The fundamentals of money management is important before investing. Mm. If you want to go and invest, then type in Google NFTs. Yep. Gary yep. V talks about all the time. Go and Google NFTs. Literally. And you'll find, you'll sit there and go through. Like the thing about it is like I can sit here. I could give everyone A to Z on how to be successful and how to make money in this space. And one person out of <laughs> fucking 1,500 people probably listening would even start to get... 30% down the road. Yep. Mm. So Dylan's take home point was go on Google, le- read books on how to finance money. <laughs> Understand how to use money and, and first. then first. Yeah. And then follow him on Instagram yeah. and then very absorb his content. <laughs> the most important thing about that is, is people get a lot of money or they start making a good income and they're like, I want to make money. I want to invest. I want to invest. Yep. And they, they put all it into there. Yeah. And they don't understand how to set themselves up. Mm. That's why you see people that go on this cycle of up you know, and down. Because like as, like as a business owner, I could tell you straight up, like you can't just chuck all your money in one thing. You need diversity, but you also need to understand like legal structuring and shit too. 
You can't just go, all right, Soul Trader, boom. I'm a multi-million dollar company. You nah, get fucked you just in soul the trader, ass. Like, Attack proper tax agent would slap you in the first place. Oh yeah, for sure. That. A proper tax, yeah, for sure. Like there's, and we're having this conversation before. Like the business world is layered. Like there's so many things that you need to consider when you're getting into it. Anyway, we'll wrap it up there because we could talk for hours. Yeah. Dylan, thank you so much for coming yeah. on and providing so that much. That was so value. informative. Like I learned heaps. I'm sure everyone else was listening to learn heaps. Um, again, if you're not already following <laughs> Dylan, please do absorb his content. Thank you for listening. That was episode 10 wrapped up and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Dylan. Cheers, legends. Bye.